Good morning, Alan. Rachel, hopefully this situation has been addressed since David penned that article. What, what happened, first off, and what is currently happening? Yeah, I know it hasn't been addressed yet, Alan. We haven't had a resolution. I know that I've been, I've been reliably informed that the Minister's office is looking at it. But I suppose we returned our, our submissions, our lists, basically, when we were asked to do so. And we were completely oblivious up until Monday morning when 11 little first years didn't turn up. Now, you can imagine the stress and anxiety on parents and, and, and kids as they start their first day of school. I've got two five-year-olds going into junior infants today, Alan, so I only know the anxiety around it. But it absolutely just enraged me when I thought of those 11 little 12-year-olds stranded at the side of the road when a bus didn't pick them up on Monday. So we were oblivious to the fact that they didn't even have places on school transport until then. So what happened to the 11 students waiting to come to your school? There's a wonderful group down in, in Feathered called Friends of Ukraine and they, they literally rallied together and organised lists. Like when you think about it, there's over 200 families that have fled war in Ukraine that have been placed in, in Hookless Village and only two families that I'm aware before the summer had cars. So, I mean, transport isn't, you know, getting from A to B is very difficult. Very rural location. They're about 12 kilometres away from the school. So locals rallied and brought these kids to school. So on Monday, I suppose, there was only 11 students affected. Now on Tuesday, we have our six years in, so it goes up to 18. And as the week goes on, we've got 44 new Ukrainian friends in our school. And so, you know, we need to find a, a local solution until the national problem is fixed. And how big is the solution, apart from these students from Ukraine coming to your school, is it affecting students in the re- resident in the area as well? Is it also affecting students from the locality? Yeah, absolutely. Look, at, um, I've, been, I've been informed that compared to this time last year, when the Minister, you know, there was great intentions behind the free transport for, for every student. I've been reliably informed that there are 45,000 more applications this year than there were at the same time last year. And so nationally, this is, this is a major problem. It just so happens that in Hookless, there are over 100 kids, both primary students and pupils, primary and secondary school that are stranded and that can't currently come to school. But it's a nationwide problem. Um, I suppose good intentions, perhaps an over-promise and under-delivery. The, the resources aren't there now, we know locally that we have buses and bus drivers ready to go. Literally, someone just needs to pick up the phone and to give the sanction for those bus drivers to bring kids to school. These are private companies, are they? Private companies who are subcontracted to bus airing. I see. Uh, but the, you need the green light to go ahead and, and, and resolve. So in the meantime, for the, for the students you talked about, are you still depending on Friends of Ukraine to give them lifts? Yeah, absolutely, where possible, you know. And you know that this it, it's easier to bring them in in the morning because everybody's on their way to work. But, I mean, it's an absolute nightmare in terms of bringing students home at different times, etc. So, like, for this week and next week, it's not sustainable. And the Friends of Ukraine and a couple of families that have cars in Hookless Village are doing the very, very best. But the yeah. reality is, is that their children will be sitting at home when they should be in school. I know it's a wonderful school. You've invited me down there on several occasions. Uh, I've been to see your craft fair and everything. But I believe your school is now... Uh, full to the brim, packed to capacity of 600 students. How are you coping, Rachel? Yeah, we, we've got 630 students enrolled on our books. We're, we're doing very well and we've got building works in, in the pipeline. But as with anything, it's a very slow-moving beast, Alan. Um, and the frustrations of dealing with, with the, the buildings department, etc. You, you know, we are absolutely full to the capacity. We're thriving. Um, our new Ukrainian friends in the building are adding wonderful diversity. So I suppose it's onwards and upwards for, for Ramsgrange. But uh, we can't mind our students if they're not in the building with us. So not only our Ukrainian students, but all of our students, if they can't get on a bus and come into us, we can't mind them um, and help them on their their secondary school journey. And is it true to say that this could be up to three weeks before it's resolved, Rachel, because that's going to cause a lot of hassle for you, isn't it? 
Oh, absolutely. Like, we've been told, we've been given the time like weeks. Now, I know that there's some urgency being put on it, but we need an immediate solution. As I said, we know locally that we've drivers and buses ready to go. That's not the same across the country in other other areas. And their lack of drivers and lack of buses, such as the massive uptake of of the free transport promise. And so, look, at you know that at the beginning of the year, we're doing things like we're we're talking about our our vision, we're setting them up on school emails, the canteen fob, getting to know each other. You know when you miss the start of anything, you'll always feel like you've missed out on something. You know, a point, I suppose, an important point is that 33 of these students have been with us since last Easter and had a place on buses. And so we simply don't understand why their their tickets weren't reissued. We we returned our applications when we were asked to do so. Um, And so it's just very unfair. It just breaks my heart as a mother that there are children sitting at home, brand new shiny uniforms, books ready to go and they can't come to school. So the 33 that had the ticket, you, you still don't know as to why they lost the ticket? Yeah, you, I suppose you have to reapply every year. Uh, right. Every year, um, parents have to reapply through the school portal, but we applied on behalf of Hookless Village because it's deemed an accommodation centre. Um, mm. And we replied within days of being asked by the local rail coordinator. Um, and so we, we, I genuinely don't understand what the delay has been. So even though Friends of Ukraine rallied to the cause, are you telling me that there are still children not in your school this morning because they simply can't get there? Absolutely, and schools across Wexford, yeah. So, and in your case, are, are, we st- are we talking about 30 students who are not in school today because they can't get there? Is it more, Rachel? We're talking about, I have, I have currently 44 Ukrainian students attending my school and they can't all make it into school currently. All right. Look, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll keep a watchful eye on this and follow up on it for you. But you, you've made a call for the, the go-ahead to release the private bus services in tandem with Bus Erin so you can get the students into school. That's a fair call you're making this morning, isn't it? Absolutely. Like these, like these are children that have fled war. You know, we've gone above and beyond in terms of uniforms, books, stationery, ready to go, give them a safe place to come to. And now they're sitting at home, not being able to come to school, to make new friends, to normalise their lives in such a difficult transition that they're in. You know, little first year starting the transition from primary to secondary school that were left standing at the side of the road, it's simply not good enough. We literally need someone to pick up the phone and to sanction these bus cases. And you also have another issue that you and I have spoken about, and that's acclimatising coming from primary school into a, a complex like it's a wonderful complex Rams Grange Community School so you have other issues you've got to deal with as well you have the Mehel programme there in the school to assist young first years coming in what way is that working? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely, and it's a wonderful. We have we had fifteen, sixty-year students who did training throughout the summer, and that buddy up then with our first years. Like we start the transition into secondary school as early as last Easter, and um, our open night enrolment night, school visits, our students visit the primary schools, the primary schools visit us, the parents come in for coffee mornings. There's a massive transition program, and so you can only imagine my my anger and dismay on Monday morning when I heard that there were eleven children left standing at the side of the road, yeah. and all of the worry of those parents, etc. So the Mehel leaders were there when our first years came in on Monday and they go into the classes, they buddy up because as we know, children need one good adult and it may not necessarily be a teacher but a senior student in the year. A wonderful programme run by the, the Mehel Alliance in um, in Wexford. Right, I, I will, uh, p- politically I'll be speaking to Senator Malcolm Byrne a little bit later on, predominantly about climate change but I've asked him to update us because he has, to be fair to him, been in contact with me on several occasions about the bus situation so we'll, we'll raise the issue with him. I know he's in the north of the county but no doubt uh, we'll we raise the issue with him just after 11 to see can he get us an update but you've made a strong call and I really hope Rachel the call is answered and that those bus drivers who are willing to assist are called into play so that those students who are sitting at home twiddling their thumbs
thumbs at the moment can start their, yeah. their, their education because that's the most important thing, isn't it? Absolutely. Thank That's you. the bottom line, Alan. Thank you so much. Not at all. Good to talk to you. That was Rachel O'Connor there, the principal of Ramsgrange Community School.